0: 1-1 racing is very much like a war planning. We win and we lose together, just take it one by one. Let's crush them. And it's
1: lights out and away we go! Let's
2: go! For anyone who thought I left, I never left. Just moved to side for a while. Hello and welcome to "You Love to See It," the podcast where we watch TV shows, movies, and uh, now motorsports, and uh, tell you all about them. I am your host, Paul About Fucking Time Tamayo, and I am joined by the illustrious LB Breaking French Hearts Punk Tears. Hey, mate. (laughs) Hello. Uh, (laughs) I hope you got your shoey prepared. Oh
0: yeah, you know it, it's actually it's it's a problem because I got Crocs on and just uh, uh, yeah, it just uh problem. the champagne just pours right out.
2: So. We'll grab a funnel; it'll be all right. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Thank you. I'm also joined by the one and only Fernanda mm-hmm. Sandbacking Sob Proches.
3: Hello, hello. I'm actually I'm stealing um, Danielle's nickname. Nick Danielle uh, can't be here today, so this is my. Homage to her and to her, Ricardo, <laughs> mostly yeah. to Danielle, who I know on a personal level and therefore have actual reasons to like.
2: Wow. Danielle Riendo, Danielle Ricardo. Have, have you ever seen them in the same room?
3: <laughs> wow. Ooh, Mind they're both, blown.
0: They're both of Italian heritage. Whoa. Mm. They're very similar first names. Riendo, Ricardo. Yep. Those are Daniel. also very similar.
2: Danielle.
3: Infectious Smiles. Both. Infectious right. Smiles. Badasses. 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 Lots of, gosh. Affinity wow. for combat sports, both.
2: Wow. wow. Yeah, she was late, seekers. too, when we <laughs> right. were
3: watching the, the race. Yeah, you're right.
2: <laughs> and like a little sweaty, so we were like, wait, where, where were you, Daniel? Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but if, if you couldn't tell by now, this week uh, we are talking about the 2021 Italian Grand Prix.
1: Woo. Woo. Racing sounds. Uh, <sighs> yes. <Fru-fru>. <laughs> <Skrskrskr>. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so, for the uninitiated uh, Formula One uh, Heineken Gran Premio d'Italia 2021, uh, over 53 laps of the 5.793 kilometer Autodromo Nazionale Monza. Uh, this weekend features another experimental sprint format, which basically features regular qualifying on Friday and a bonus race on Saturday for all of our drivers before the big day on Sunday. So it's it's still it's still been pretty divisive uh, in terms of how folks feel about sprint. Uh, they don't even calling it like sprint racing. I think they just call it like sprint, like the sprint yeah. or sprint qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll start this one off uh, as we always do with the first scene. But in in this case, I want to get uh, I want to you know talk to you all about where you were in terms of the, you know, following the season so far, what drivers you've been keeping an eye on, which ones are your favorites. So, um, LB, um, I'm going to start with you. Uh, where were you in, in in this process?
0: I think I've watched every race this season. Um, not live because I'm not going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right, uh, right. Actually, it would have to be even before that, because the race would start at 6am for me, most of them. Um, So it's kind of been like my weekend ritual on race weekends is I wake up on Saturday, uh, I kind of stumble out of bed, like you know, uh, throw some kind of outfit on myself, and waddle into the other room (laughs) and go like, "Babe, can we watch Quali?" And then on Sunday I do the same thing, but for the race. And yeah, um, I have been. I'm wearing my Pierre Gasly hat right now, which I forgot on last week. So yeah. I was not wearing it during qualifying um or the sprint. And I'm blaming myself for uh, yeah. him not being able to race because if I'd brought my hat, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> things would have gone great for Pierre. I um, didn't want to say
2: anything, but I mean I brought my hat and we saw how things turned out. Well the out. thing
0: is, yeah, I do, but also how often do you wear your McLaren hat? Uh, a lot. You wear it very frequently. I don't wear I'm yeah. I'm not always I'm not always, always wearing a hat. Um, That's
2: fair.
1: That's all right.
0: I'm I'm like I'm big on Alpha Tori. I love Pierre Gasly. Um reading his piece that he uh that he wrote about um losing his best friend, about losing Antoine and mm. just his time at Red Bull and just how like forthright he's been um yeah. really made me like him as a person. His he's had a fantastic season and yeah, he's cute. And, um, you know, I have, these are all things I like in a in a driver. Yuki Tsunoda, I also fucking love. Um, yeah. He got some flack for cussing about, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Alfa Romeo replacement driver. He was, I guess, rude. Baltas? No, the re- the replacement guy. Oh, Kubitsa? For- oh, oh.
2: Q- Qubit-
0: Kubitsa, yeah. He was complaining about Kubitsa. And, like... But I don't know. I still love, I love Yuki. Uh, but, you know, I mean, we've talked We talked about this on the Drive to Survive episode that we right. did. That Formula One's great because you can have a bunch of favorite guys.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. I think I like most of these people. I love Lewis Hamilton. I love Danny Ricciardo. I really like Lando Norris. Um, Charles Leclerc. I am all about. And yeah. Um, those are my guys.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Gasly as well. I mean, I, I really mm-hmm. respect his like overall hustle and mm-hmm. like you know he, he definitely has proven i mean last year he won Monza so he, yeah. he definitely has the, you know the the chops to be out there and go you know tire to tire with all the other racers out there so it is it's always a blast seeing him race and yuki's had an interesting rookie season so far i can't wait to see i'm glad to, to hear that he's going to be back next Same. year because there's been a lot of like you know uh, behind-the-scenes drama happening, especially as of late. I just kind of briefly mentioned about Valtteri Bottas joining Alfa Romeo and George mm-hmm. Russell moving into the Mercedes seat. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of shuffling happening. And um, its it's been fun also seeing the other side of that where, you know, we'll get into it in a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. Fernanda, uh, how about you? Like, wh- where were you at, in, you know, in, in the season so far?
3: Yeah, I, I have – okay, I'll, I'll put out air quotes here. I have watched basically every race, but – because like my partner is obsessed with like auto sports in general, and he watches every single race. So yes. I wake up on Saturday sometimes. I wake up early, and here they usually start at eight a.m. So it's not mm. it's not too early for me. But sometimes I'll like be waking up on Saturday, and the TV has the race going. So that's how I've been <laughs> starting a lot of my <laughs> weekends. Uh, you this wake up year. to the
2: sound of of uh, it's lights out and away we go.
3: He's actually very like nice and puts it on mute, even though I tell him oh, not wow. to. So no, yeah, not the not the sounds, just the sights. And I would, I'm it. like, I'm up, you can you can turn this on. But <laughs> oh. I've been following through that and he gets very enthusiastic about all the things, even the things I really don't care about. And he talks about them a lot. And I absorb like twenty percent of it. So he's actually literally giving me the finger now. That's very rude. Very- <laughs> <laughs> That's very rude. He knows it says, I say with love, I listen to him rant about these. It's like specific motor details. I don't even know how to begin interacting with that kind of information. But anyway, I've been following. And I, what this season, what happened was I used to be very bored by Hamilton winning everything. Sure. Like that was a complaint that I had. And now it's a complaint I wish I could have back. Because... (laughs) This season has been uh now Verstappen winning a lot too. And I'm like, you know what? That's on me. I wished yeah. for no. this to happen and I cursed myself. In yeah, it's fairness, exciting, though. I did this. I did this. <laughs> but in fairness, I never said like I wish Verstappen would start beating Hamilton. Like right. it could have been someone else, literally anybody else. You,
2: you gotta be more specific <laughs> next time you make a wish to the racing gods. Uh, because exactly. They will,
3: <laughs> they will play with us. Um, like yeah, no, said, I, it's like very, I'm sorry. Like, it's just very easy to root for a lot of people. I feel like all of us are just like, Hating on uh, Mazespin, like, which he's made our job very easy this year.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And hard at the same time. Because it's like, why am I even bothering, like, to dislike this man when he's just not this good at this? Like, it's not even. And then Verestappen, who is not exactly a likable character. But as far as the. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I have my problems with him. And I know we'll get into this specifically with this. Weeks race, but as far as the people that I'm actually like, I love Gosly as well. He's just like adorable, and he kind of looks like the little the creature from the Ice Age, Sid. <laughs> but like in a cool way. I don't mean this. <laughs> oh this is a yeah, we're a cool, sexy way. Yeah, in a cool, sexy ever way? God, like, if the the if Sid was like. Hot and very rich and good at racing, which is a compliment. Right. I yeah. I hear Gasly is like very cute.
2: I mean, we did call <laughs> them sexy little mice that That's race true. cars. We did. So we this, did. Tracks. this um, tracks. Also, if anybody wants to Photoshop that for us, uh, we would <laughs> happily take that art. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting you mentioned um, Lewis Hamilton because yeah, we're we're big Lewis Hamilton fans in this household for Same. for many reasons, obviously, yeah. and uh, also. Uh, Lewis was just at the Met Gala, being you know just radiant and glowing, in you know amidst all these beautiful rich people. But um, yeah, no, it, it was uh, it's it's been interesting because I, I've been so I've gone back now that I have the F1 TV Pro subscription, and I've now just sort of if if Rodrigo wants to ch- talk some time, let me know. Could, you know, if you want to link us up, uh, you know, I'm, I'm now becoming a fellow motorsport. Oh. Pervert. Um, he w-
3: Don't think, think. Consider this because he will oh. take this invite and you will. You will talk a lot. Both of you. Yes.
2: Listen, listen, uh, I, I'm more than happy to have a place to crash <laughs> the next time they have the uh, the Mexico uh, Grand Prix. So uh, you're listen, invited. I'm, I'm,
0: yeah. Fernando, you picked yeah. the wrong day to like I'm I'm like Rodrigo. Like he he Rodrigo like agreed with me about my Rick Astley Smith's idea. Um, yes.
3: He, wow. He's been talking so, about it all morning.
0: By the okay, way, like yeah, I'm firmly like
3: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I'm I'm on his side on everything right now.
2: Yeah. yeah a lot of okay. synergy going on right now.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take it.
2: But okay. uh <laughs> but no, I so I've gone back on the F1 TV Pro app and they have like archives for all the years going back to I think 1980. Mm-hmm. And um I've been watching like previous seasons, but I I I was curious about going back and watching Alonso when when uh you know sort of he had his two back-to-back championship runs. Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting watching like the parallels between and, I, you know, I don't want to call it, you know, I don't want to call it uh, too soon, but um, seeing the sort of parallels between like sh- someone like Schumacher who ha- who also ha- t- has a tied record of seven world championships and seeing his decline like j- mm-hmm. just as the new up and comer, you know, was on the rise. And it seems like history is repeating itself now uh, with Verstappen who is obviously, you know, younger and, and is sort of like the new rising star in the sport at the moment. And, you know, I'm, I'm new to the sport, so a lot of this is is yeah. uh, it's interesting to see how it sort of repeats itself. Um, but, yeah, so let's just get right into, um, I guess, Friday, which is qualifying. LB, we had a chance to watch this together, which was, that was really, really cool. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, uh, or actually, no, this, that, that was during sprint, excuse me. But uh, qualifying, it's, it seemed to go pretty... Uh, Pretty normally, I feel like um, I, like the results weren't that surprising. I, I was pretty happy to see my McLaren boys, uh, Lando and Danny, get P four and P five here. Um, but yeah, and and Gasly, was, showed a pretty decent lap time yeah. and, and was there comfortably in P six in the middle of, the, of of the pack. But um, I don't know if if y'all also caught uh, excuse me caught qualifying that day. But um, we did also have some pretty like. I don't know. It, it seemed like it was pretty standard. I felt like, "Oh, okay, it's going to be pretty, you know, um like the usual sort of affair when it comes to this stuff and in, in preparation for uh Saturday's sprint." But did anything stand out to y'all in, in terms of qualifying?
0: Honestly, I- my thing right now is with the qualifying sprint thing. I can't do 3 days. Mm-hmm. Like, right, right. I'm I think I'm somewhere between Fernanda and Paul in like my m- m- sports perversions where like <laughs> I can talk. I, I can get into pit stop strategy. I can get into tire strategy. But like having to, watching that much shit, I just don't. I don't want to.
2: Sure, I don't want to sure. watch that
0: much. Um, I like doing the qualifying. I like doing two days. Two days is yeah. perfect for me. Um, I can kind of space out for. I like the three part qualifying also, partially because I don't have to pay super attention to all of it. Um, mm-hmm. I can kind of like check in and out and then i mean if it's a boring race i can do that but usually like there's been some really really juicy races um this season where i mostly haven't been doing that um where i was i i did i definitely was doing that more in the lewis hamilton wins every race era um like if i'm being completely real but yeah it was it's too much for me um i definitely found myself like I really enjoyed watching qualifying with you, Paul, and like explaining Formula One to the people yeah. who were with us. Cause we were in mm-hmm. Providence for uh the FanBite Retreat. Um and God, no, I am, although I am just thinking like FanBite Retreat too, Fernanda, like the, yes. just that power, that energy. We need that. Um I'm mean, not Danielle
3: like, being strong together. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, sorry. Yeah, too uh, right? <laughs> like getting right. getting like high on uh cold brew and like doing a push-up <laughs> oh, competition. God, yes. there was so I, much I would fucking not, fucking I would lose, brew. absolutely. But, but I'd be It be try. cool as hell. It would be funny uh, to watch.
0: Fernanda, I did the Predator handshake with Danielle at uh <laughs> and like afterwards, I think Nikki took a picture and then zoomed in on Danielle's arm and was like, what the fuck? And she's like, well, I'm not flexing. That's just my arm. Yeah.
2: Oh, the, uh, these old things. These
0: old
3: things. <laughs> <laughs> just playing um, on this morning. you just laying around.
0: <sighs> but yeah, I don't have too much like to say about qualifying other than like I enjoyed watching it with the people I was
3: watching it with.
2: Sure, sure. That, that always makes any sporting event way, way more yeah. fun. Um, Fernanda, how about you?
3: I didn't. I don't. I don't think I watched <laughs> the sprint. I know we watched on my way on the car. We were on mm. the way to my uh, practicing to beat Danielle in arm wrestling, uh, which was <laughs> my. <laughs> yeah, I have like this little uh, calendar where I mark my progress uh, on the, my beating Danielle uh, benchmarks. Uh, absolutely, wow. uh, but I w- I'm not. I I would never. I'm sorry, Danielle. I love you. I will lose every time. Uh, no, I was going to training and we were watching, but I did not watch qualifying. And I'm sure Rodrigo told me something about it, but at this point, I don't. <laughs> He's just right it's here just next gone. to me laughing because like, <laughs> <gone. laughs> he knows he knows my like I've tuned out eyes. So like he right. know he knows how to acknowledge in every conversation the point where I feel like exited the building.
2: Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I I have that with my partner as well. I know when it's time to be like, okay, it's time to park this car. I think we're we're done here. Um, uh, I'm just gonna go into the Discord with other racing perverts and, and talk to them. But um, yeah, no. The, so sprint results uh, were interesting as well. I, I kind of I I feel like I don't know for me this is wonderful because I am definitely one of those perverts that that will like on Fridays wake up and watch you know Pete. Uh, Free practice two, and yeah. then obviously on Saturdays I'll wake up and watch Quali. And mm-hmm. if, if I'm, I'm usually not up early enough to watch Free Practice three because that's also just too early for me on the on the East Coast here. But um, in this case, yeah, I, I'm I still not entirely sure how I feel about Sprint, but I do. Love the fact that it just gives more of a chance for racers to actually race and not place too much of an emphasis on quali, which is where I think strategies are starting to, you can start to see like the cracks in certain teams strategies where, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly, uh, Ricardo is a hell of a racer and, and he's, he's proven that before he's a multiple Grand Prix winner. And, um, in this case, um, Hamilton at the start of the, of sprint qualifying had a bad start and, um, Ricardo just kind of like really really showed how how much he still has got it in him in terms of like passing his teammate and on I think it was in turn 1 and there was another weird weird mistake from Perez in uh, on lap 9 that uh, we saw when uh, he was trying to overtake Stroll into turn 1 where uh he drives off on over the sort of like bumps and the little the sort of like sausage things and so weird. Sausage uh overtakes for- yeah, it overtakes Stroll and sort of doesn't give back the position until they're told to, uh, which we'll see a, a weird a repeat of later in the race, which is like, it's, I mean, talk about a hell of a racer. It's, it's such, it's so frustrating to see Perez, who we know can race his mm-hmm. ass off, make silly mistakes like this. And it makes me wonder how much of it is coming from like the Red Bull side of mm-hmm. like the folks behind the scenes saying, like, no, 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 no. like, don't give it up. Like, we're just going to try to, we're gonna hold on to this until they make us like let, like let go of it. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know how. I don't know. It just it just felt very bizarre um, because yeah. I, I love Perez.
0: I was really excited for him this weekend too because his like his thing is he's a really good racer and he's not such a good qualifier. Um, which um, which like really makes sense if you think about it in terms of like the mindset of somebody who goes from from fast car for a living. Um, right. mm-hmm. And sprint, like the sprint qualifying thing, I always think like that would be a really good advantage for him. Um, sure. so I was looking forward to him having like an interesting showing this weekend. And we were like talking in fantasy, and fantasizing like, oh, that day when that day comes, that he just like beats Max and Max finishes the race. That's the dream. Um but yeah, I I, I so the here's the thing with him doing that weird thing with Stroll and like there were a bunch of things this weekend. And the most famous thing this weekend that is probably going to be one of the most famous images of the 2021 season and maybe one of the yeah. most famous images of, like, the Verstappen-Hamilton uh, rivalry mm-hmm. also was an issue of, like, letting, you know, like, is this a team order? Is this uh, mm. is this a driving, like, is this a kind of driver's racing trying to figure out, figure out? Yeah, just a regular racing incident. But, like, I, I have heard some talk about... Uh, like from in, you know, analysis stuff I look at about like there just generally being some issues this season with teams and not not just Red Bull, like multiple teams um, letting drivers kind of make choices for themselves versus uh, like insisting on doing things by team orders. And that seemed to be the Perez Stroll thing strikes me as very much like one of those. Mm. I don't know. Or like, maybe it wasn't. Maybe they were, I don't know. But I I feel like if they had been on the radio telling him to give it back, we would have heard about it, you
2: know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Especially because, you know, we have access to those comms. And um, yeah, I I forgot to also mention um, right after turn one, uh, your guy Gasly, sadly (laughs) enough, was, uh, you know, had clipped, I think. um, Oh, the rear of Ricardo actually Mm -hmm. on, on turn one and uh, his front wing kind of got lodged underneath his tires and sent him off the track, you know, into the barrier, which was, I was, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was so bummed. And it happened before you got there. And I, I had to, like, break the news. Yeah. Like,
3: no, I'm so, so sorry to tell you this.
2: but um, Sit down. Let yeah. me get some water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like that. Um but uh I mean good in good news I'll, I'll be honest I, I've also been you know very invested in weirdly enough I think when when we when we recorded our Drive to Survive pod I was kind of like cold on Baltas I was I'm not like yeah. I wasn't a huge fan at the time but I've over time I've kind of grown to really appreciate his style of driving and his yeah. overall demeanor like yeah. you know he tends to be very you know cold but yeah. I think very calculated and and calm cool collected mm-hmm. but um he finishes in P one to claim three points. Unfortunately, because he swapped his engine, I believe he had to start at the back of the grid.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but it was kind of a cool statement to not only Mercedes but to everybody else, you know, of like, hey, y'all, y'all are counting me out. But like, again, I still got it in me. I, I'll, I'll be back at it next year on, on, under another team. Obviously, with maybe not the best um, equipment and resources, but like, hey, sometimes as we've as we've seen in this race, a lot of that shit really doesn't um it doesn't really account for the whole performance right like you yeah. still need a hell of a driver behind the wheel yeah but um as a result uh daniel ricardo finishes uh p3 moves up into p2 uh who was it oh uh max wait was it max yeah P1? max
0: yes. Yeah, Max was podium. Yeah. yeah it's just that danny pulled ahead very quickly
2: so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Max P1, Danny in P2. So they're both on the front row, former teammates. Former teammates. Uh, former Red Bull teammates. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Norris in P4 moves up to P3. So it it was a hell of a, an, an advantage for the McLaren team. And um, I have a quote here from Baltas um, who, who was quoted as saying, it feels like it's been a while since I finished first in a race. And unfortunately, you know, I'm starting in the, from the back tomorrow, but the speed is there, so I'll be fighting. I'll be coming as high as I can tomorrow, but today I enjoyed. It was a very clean race, and we had a good pace. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting. Like, I think, I don't know. I, I feel like this is definitely, as I watch the the races now live, I can sort of, you know, in the mind of the producers of Drive to Survive, I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to make a real juicy, yeah, dr- dramatic storyline. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, how, how do y'all feel about Baltas and, and sort of his journey so far? Uh, Fernanda, maybe I'll start with you. This I time.
3: love. It. First of all, I started uh, the the What Journey with Drive to Survive because I mm. was very indifferent to him, and it started with me seeing his whole ass. So I feel like that's mm. okay. That's a good beginning to any sure. relationship, on my book. <laughs> uh, very honest, very straightforward. But yeah. I I think that with that episode, we kind of got to see. Just a lot more of his personality and stuff. And for me, with everything, like I'm that kind of like sports person. I need Mm. I need some personal connection there. Otherwise, I feel very like I get detached and I just get distracted. Uh, But other than that, I love the like ran out of fucks to give Bottas. Like I'm no longer going to be like he's very he's very much carrying that energy of like this is the last week on the job. And yes, I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. do what I want and what I need to secure a future outside of this, right? And that's the whole thing we've always um this we've discussed in, in in the previous episodes we did about this. But like to me, it's always been a super interesting aspect of the whole Formula One game, the balance, which is often very precarious between driver and team. Because you need, these are all people with giant freaking egos, obviously. You wouldn't be a freaking Formula One driver if you didn't have a giant-ass ego. Uh, Which is why I find hilarious. Whenever somebody tries to excuse them not liking Lewis Hamilton, which is not a thing that can happen. Nobody can not like Lewis Hamilton. That's a physical impossibility. But I digress. (laughs)
0: It's
3: like, I mean,
0: have you, what about, you know, all the, the Europeans. Yes. all, Dutch fans. <laughs> That's a, all those fucking races. You
3: can't actually dislike him. You can invent reasons to tell yourself you're ah, disliked. Okay. You dislike okay. Him. That's so there my, needs to be like a pre-existing something's
0: really wrong with you to dislike him.
3: ex that's exactly <laughs> what I what I'm trying to to say. Such about as people. being
0: racist or Dutch.
3: Yes. Mm. <laughs> and uh um and there's a lot of people are like, oh, I just think he's arrogant. And I'm like, first of all, Hemuto has never like acted arrogant. And second of all, all of them are arrogant. And third of all, yeah. if you're one of the top athletes of not just your generation, but like all time, you've earned your arrogance. If anybody in yeah. this yeah. earth can be freaking arrogant, that's Lewis Hamilton. But I digress, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that- I've got seven <laughs> trophies
2: that let me be arrogant. <laughs> right?
3: Like, And I'm still like, Cool. So it's like, <laughs>
1: right,
3: uh, right. but that's to me what's what's been very interesting to follow about the whole Bottas thing. I don't know if you saw it after the race when they showed him they were doing the interviews. And honestly, that's one of my favorite parts when they like oh, yeah. do the the post race interviews. And sometimes they didn't have a lot of time to cool off, so I think that's when you get sometimes like a lot of interesting uh not even just quotes just looks just like body language uh but <laughs> yeah. in they showed him an image of the accident and he was like yeah that sucks
2: <laughs> yeah that sucks huh <laughs> anyway next question and that was the
3: most <laughs> Bought this thing ever on one hand, I'm horrified because like hamilton that the image is completely terrifying, like it could have been so much oh, worse, God, yeah. imagine if they didn't have the halo, but it, oh, other than that, it's just like this is just very much a man who is uh ready to to sign out, and I like buttons oh, like yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for like most of them because exactly because of that, I feel like we can get like. We get these little glimpses of very like human power trippy ego dynamics with all of them, and it's very interesting. Except for Orlando Norris because he's like pure, just a pure individual. Yeah,
2: that's my baby bro. Yeah, I,
0: I think <laughs> we'll get to we get to that like when we get to the race itself. But I have a lot to say about Lando in this race because like Angel, 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 yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah Botas like. I don't know. There's something. I really like him. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's like a personality thing because I don't find his driving all that interesting to watch. Like, mm-hmm. he's a good driver. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, like, not quite at the point yet of understanding, like, technique. And, mm. like, I watch Peter Windsor yeah. and I listen to him talk about who's a supple driver and who's a hard driver, <laughs> you know, and who's a soft, you know, soft and sweet and driver. driver. And I'm like, what the fuck are you wow. talking about? <laughs> That's kind of hot. Right, <laughs> it like, sounds so. When he talks about Danny Ricardo's driving style, it sounds so sexual. It sounds like wow. like the smooth jazz, like silk socks about to come on. Um, talking about the way Danny drives a fucking McLaren it's ridiculous. But yeah, Botas, just the personality and the ass and like <laughs> like the fact that he is this, he has been this number two, um, to Hamilton for such a long time and like been cool with it. And, like, not being right. cool with it, but being like, yeah, you know, I want to, I love being number two. Go Hamilton. But, <laughs> okay, with it being, like, that he hasn't completely fucking cracked and gone insane. Because Seriously? all of these people are, like you said, like, they have huge egos. They're incredibly competitive. Otherwise, they can't do this job. Um, so, the fact that he can, like, go into the woods and go to the sauna and, like, relax and be okay. And then go back out there and, like race again I don't know I really really respect that which I think I said in our drive to survive episode but he also just like he has this really kind of deadpan way of talking that I think mm-hmm. is so fucking funny It is. Um, mm. he kind of my friend has this one of my best best friends has this insane Swedish boyfriend um, who doesn't seem insane because he's like has that kind of affect uh, but he's like co- he's like addicted he has like a hiking addiction um, okay okay yeah, to the point where he, like, is not cool to, or fun to be around if he doesn't go into the woods enough. Okay. um, and, Like, she lost one of her toenails in, like, a beach accident. And he was like, it's normal. It's fine. They grow back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But he's also really funny. Shit with that boyfriend. He's, but he's also, like, funny. And it's just, like, there's this certain kind of, like, flat, weird, dry, funny mm-hmm. Scandinavian affect that mm-hmm. I just think is delightful. And Botas has that. <laughs> um yeah like did you i don't know if you saw at the uh i mean you watched the press conference afterwards when he talked about like not doing the shoey and that he's never done yeah. one oh, his and face danny's is amazing. like what and he didn't no shoe. danny in his fucking socks because both of his shoes are champagne ruined really. um <laughs> it's like no if i'd known i thought i got you to done one, do one want do it before and botas is this like tiny it's like he's not even smiling there's just a hint Of a smile, like an implied (laughs) smile of being like, No, I've always gotten out of it. It's not my thing. Nah. And it's just like, he's being sweet and delightful in the flattest, coldest way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it, like, because I'm very effusive, where I'm just
2: like, Yeah, I
0: love it. It's great.
2: Yeah, yeah. I also like, I understand that kind of energy too, where you're just (laughs) like, Look, I I mean, I appreciate it, but no. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Thank you, but no, thank you. Like e- even when they were talking about that that tennis match from the person, I, I forget who won, but they I think they were British. So of course, um, and uh, I think she had uh, she had mentioned that um, she was a big F one uh, fan and she was rooting for Danny. Actually, I yeah, think. Danny it was, was her favorite driver. I'm and uh, the, you know they had all extended congratulations to her, and then they go to Bottas and he's like. Oh, I didn't even know the match was on, but congrats to her, I guess. It was just very like, like he's just so honest that I I really appreciate that kind of energy. Yeah. like you know, he could have just done the diplomatic thing of like, oh yeah, t- I totally watched it, or like yeah, <laughs> you know, I love tennis, but he's just like, no, I didn't even know that was on, but yeah, good you know, good for her. Emma
3: Raducanu, um, by the way, that's her yes, name. yes,
2: thank you. Um, <laughs> So the uh, same thing with
3: the accident, right? Like, oh, that sucks. It really does suck. What else does he have to add to that situation? <laughs> like yeah, That's scary. Can, and, that sucks. I wish that hadn't happened. So, like, let's right. move on.
2: And it it was kind of like a weird, like, shit-stirring thing from the interviewer trying to, like, yes. you know, generate mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, quote or whatever from Bottas. And he didn't take the bait. And, you know, he, he, I, I guess you'd come to expect that from a, mm-hmm. you know, world-class driver who's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Um but uh, speaking of the race, uh, beforehand, before the race even started, uh, Vin Diesel and Usain Bolt <sighs> appeared on, on the track to, to bless everyone, I guess, in attendance. Uh, Vin Diesel also sporting, yeah, with speed, right, The family, <laughs> um, <laughs> deciding to sport the uh, sleeveless t-shirt, which, you know, I very on brand. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, sadly enough, Yuki... Had had brake problems and didn't wind up starting the race, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the race starts and Ricardo zooms past Verstappen into P into P one, uh, which was like I was like, what? I like shot up. <laughs> I was watching it in the hotel room. I was like, shot up. I was like, wait, what is happening? And um, yeah, I mean, he pretty much uh, outside of uh, you know some pitting led the entire yeah. race, which was. Mm-hmm. Beautiful to watch, uh, beautiful to, to see because, uh, again, this is my first season watching it like every race as it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched all of the 2020 season, but it was already after it mm-hmm. had happened. But it is really cool to see. I mean, speaking, we were just talking about um, Baltas being sort of this the secondary driver, always being number two on a team. And I think Danny has spent the last couple of years experiencing that same thing and coming off of the high of being like the dude like the number one driver on a team um struggling for the past several years also bouncing around uh, different teams mm-hmm. and it, it you could you could definitely see especially this season like you know having really bad qualifying um uh sessions and you know not finishing as as strong as he probably could have and being lapped by his own teammate Oof. which which yeah. also hurts uh so it was it, it is really really nice to see danny. Mm-hmm start to also get that same confidence back that that Valtteri is getting. And um, I don't know, it just made me feel so happy. And then eventually also to see Lando really, really performing extremely well in this race, like even going toe-to-toe with um, Hamilton at, at, at certain points, yeah. uh, being able to overtake Hamilton and, and keep him at bay for a little bit, like longer than you know most would expect. Because usually you see Hamilton... Pulling up on somebody, you're like, all right. It's only a matter of time before Hamilton eats his lunch, and it's a wrap for for this driver. But then you get, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Lando going toe to toe with Hamilton was was quite a quite a sight to to behold. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Bottas, who started P19, uh, fought all the way up the order to finish fourth, um, and again because of a, a bizarre uh, sort of blunder on, on Perez's uh, uh, behalf. Um, gets a five second penalty and, and basically secures the third place for yeah um, for botas. But um, yeah, lots of stuff happened on, on on this race. I listed a bunch of them here. But um, were there any like uh, standouts for uh, for you, LB?
0: Well, I mean, first of all, that race started way too fucking fast. <laughs> um, they usually <laughs> yeah. like are chatting and stuff for a while, so I had to watch. Uh, I didn't see the... I was late to... uh, By the time I showed up, Danny was already in the lead. Um, Right. So I do have to complain, like, you know, Formula One people drive for, you know, whoever's, like, organizing the thing. Come on. (laughs) Like, you need to allow people some time to get something to eat and settle (laughs) in. Because we have an yeah. expectation that you're going to be not exactly on time. And for you to like betray that expectation is deeply uncool. And honestly, like, I uh, discriminatory against me is who wanted to sleep yeah. in. So, shame on you, first of all. Mm. Uh,
3: <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I like, hope that's this that's... message gets to the leaders yeah, so. of Formula One, and I'm, I'm sure they they look the at broadcast all of it, so they'll am pretty sure oh, yeah. too the stewards oh. I'm sure um, like at least two two racers like tweet their like look up their own names on Twitter oh I'm sure I they. will guarantee that happens, and they end up reading even the most inconsequential things about themselves, but I'm sorry yeah. I'm sure Christian Horner does that,
0: oh my God, <laughs> um. <laughs> And you just, yeah, I just want to agree about Lando. Like, this isn't the first time we've seen Lando hold off Hamilton uh, this season. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a couple other times where Norris has, like, held him off for longer than anyone would expect. Um, And he is shaping up. Like, he's had such a fantastic season. I think he was in third place, like, in the third place for the championship for a little while. Botas has come ahead of him, but... um, and we were talking about that Ricardo's had a really difficult season and I'm so glad to see Ricardo getting his confidence and he really seems to have a handle on the car and we're really seeing like the Danny that, you know, is the Danny that everyone's in love with. And also like, uh, I guess at the end of the Dutch, the, that Dutch race, um, he was on the radio kind of mum- like mumbling and then saying like, okay, let's go to Monza, um, which mm-hmm. I don't know. If that's like a, it was just like a coincidence or like a, he knew he like he had a he like has a handle. He finally got like got a handle on the car um, and is ready to fucking do it. But it's great to see him. But also like the fact that he had been doing he had been su- like struggling so much and that McLaren has been doing so well as a team. Lando's been holding that down the whole fucking time. And yeah. he was he had OK, maybe like a weird little. Uh, like you mentioned like a little complaint about Danny's pace over the radio but he was a class act this whole time and like didn't fight the didn't seem to fight the team at all on their team orders and seemed when like he could have probably tried to race Danny and uh, I don't know if he you know I mean same car and then this kind of track and again like I I don't know this shit I'm just I like I'm watching YouTube videos and they say that on this kind of track in the same kind of car you're probably not gonna uh do considerably better but he was really cool and just like a class act like really mature yeah. really mm-hmm. mature yeah. uh there was a was it him who had a thing where he like uh, there weren't all of these kind of odd moments of like awkwardness and like is this person going to go or is this person gonna go and yeah like mm-hmm. lando's Decisions like split second decision making all just showed like a tremendous amount of maturity. I thought, sure. especially for somebody his age and like who is a has that I gotta go fast mindset. So, yeah, right, really, right. really, yeah. really impressed with him in this race.
2: Yeah, that's such a great point. I feel like Lando definitely has that respect for his teammate. And that's even when he was complaining about the pace uh, danny's pace while he was behind him the way he phrased it too was very like timid like yeah. uh how do we feel about uh <laughs> is, is this cool and they were like yeah yeah don't fuck this <laughs> up for us. like, don't fuck this up for us just it don't was, touch like, it
3: like cutest shade like it was a little bit yeah, of shade but yeah. like so cute like lando oh my god you can like low-key offend my speed anytime and i'll let you for sure it would be adorable for sure
2: um yeah, and then sadly, sadly, uh Gasly retires on lap three, mm-hmm. ending the team's one hundred percent points record for yeah. this season so far, which um, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just sad, especially seeing the photos coming out from I mean, last year at, at Monza yeah. where uh, Gasly was on the you know P one. He 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 won, which was uh quite the uh, the fall from grace. But it, he'll be back. I'm sure he'll He's be back. He's had it's, such it's a good him.
0: season. He's had such like a soft yeah. like not just a good season, but like a consistent season. Mm -hmm, Like I think when we were when we were watching uh, qualifying together, like, and he came out as P six. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's good, but it's like that's his house. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's his house. It's P six. That's Pierre Gasly's house. (laughs) Like, it's he's been so, like, you could set a clock to Pierre Gasly this season. Um, Yeah. So I'm not worried. Like this, like it's racing. Yeah, yeah. It just this stuff happens. So it's a bummer to end a streak, Mm -hmm. certainly of points, but I mean. I can't be too bummed about it. Yeah. I don't know.
3: I, You know how I, like, accidentally uh, made Verstappen into a big winner? I don't want to <laughs> alarm anyone, but I might Uh-oh. have done the same this weekend. Uh-oh. Um, because, um, not to make it about myself, but am making it about myself because it's what I do. No, I was just joking because <laughs> we have these uh, – Orange sheets that I hate because I hate orange. I think it's just a hideous color that should be banished. Um, wow. could you I'm like, so offended right I'm now. So offended I'm sorry. I just okay. it, it, it's it's a, it's a selfish thing. It just it's it's unbecoming on me. But We All the sheets were dirty, and I changed the sheets the day before, and I was using, like, begrudgingly, we were using the orange sheets. And then, (laughs) I swear to God, when day one, I was still, like, we were watching in bed. I'm kind of sleepy. I turn around, and I look, like, to Rodrigo, and I'm like, I'm glad I chose the orange sheets today. I feel like I... (laughs) I feel like I made this happen uh, for Ricardo and Lando and not just um, not their hard work and all the lots of money that they, (laughs) but I do, I will agree like Lando, it's insane to me to think that this is a 21 year old person because you, Yeah. this is a 21 year old person who like LB said, had has to have that mentality of like being a very fast boy. And who has fast all boy this, mentality? Like, fast boy mentality. And it's like the opposite of my mentality. Like, I see adversity. I quit. They just like, ah, oh, I've been <laughs> like spinning all season, but I'm gonna keep racing. That doesn't that doesn't register with me. But and especially when you're talking about Ricardo, right? Like, can you imagine the blow to your self-confidence? Like, can you imagine being the golden boy and then you're in a team with another golden boy? And then they're like, you're not. As golden anymore. And then you leave, and then your results sort of drop. Cause I would imagine, like, oh, it's in his mind, like, oh, I'm leaving Red Bull and I'm going to be like so amazing that they're like, I'm leaving my ex and I'm going to have this glow up and they're going to see what they missed <laughs> out on. <laughs> Ricardo really didn't get that chance. um So it was really cool to see him when we are a Ricardo household here. He's like, it was really cool cuz it felt very genuine uh his joy um and then with Lando like just his like you guys said his maturity like imagine being 21 having all that freaking prestige money pressure everything and not being a complete shithead like this is I was yeah. like poor and unaccomplished at 21 and a shithead like I didn't even need oh, yeah. this and <laughs> <laughs> and this kid it's a child it's a baby doing this is amazing and i i loved the little moment on the radio like i'm gonna need ricardo to like step this up uh by the end yeah, of yeah, the yeah. race <laughs> which wasn't yeah. mean-spirited and ultimately he went he respected the team and they got one and two in the whole thing so that's kind of like and it, it so to me like the emotion of the race was very much like oh that's so cool that ricardo is winning like that was like like, this is a gift from the gods. May I get to see Ricardo actually win this? And then Verstappen went into the pit stop, and it was a long pit stop. Uh, they fucked it up. It was like 11 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. Like, the first, I think the first one that they screwed up with him this season. And I'm like, this truly yeah. is a gift from the racing gods. Like, Ricardo is winning, and Verstappen is like getting screwed over. This is amazing. And then Lewis happened. And he also had like a bit of a long-ish, uh pit stop, if I recall correctly. And then all hell broke loose. So that was like my yeah. <laughs> my emotional ride. Like yay, yay, yay! Oh no! Oh no! Okay, he's alive! <laughs> he's alive!
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, shout out to the orange bed sheets uh, in your household because Seriously? not only did they did they boost uh, Danny's and and Lando's performance because, l- like you said, I mean, like we've been saying since the the top of the, the race. Um, Ricardo led the race. Uh, it's the first time he's done this since 2018 mm. in Abu Dhabi, which was also like you know heartwarming to find out about because I was like, yeah, Danny, like you, you still got it, baby, you still got it. <laughs> and then on top of that, had an amazing 2.3 second stop. So that that good fortune that that your bedsheets provided also extended to the to the garage, which was great. All the mechanics were on point, and then the, that same orange blessing was an orange curse for Max because. Uh, He unfortunately had an 11.1 second stop. And I cannot recommend enough. If you have an F1 TV Pro subscription... Uh, watching the uh, radio rewind because in oh. that moment you hear max like what the <gasps> fuck guys i need <laughs> like, to watch it
3: that's amazing it's
2: pretty wonderful i mean i don't like i usually don't like to be that much of a hater but uh i i, I gotta say there's some kind of joy i can <laughs> Max get a little frustrated. i can't
3: help it i don't even know if it's rational i don't know what is it right. i don't know why i just <laughs> i he inspires like petty uh petty feelings on me that i'm not proud of
2: yeah, I know. And it doesn't help that, you know, C- Christian Horner is in the corner oh, over there. Oh, my just God. Like, It just makes it a lot easier. <laughs> um, and then come lap 26, and again, oh, the, the curse of the bedsheets continues. Where um, <laughs> Max Verstappen tries to... Uh, kind of goes into the, the... the I think it I forget if it's the, the first chicane or whatever, but uh, tries to get past Lewis, doesn't have enough room, mm-hmm. goes over the curbs, and then... Uh, winds up uh, sort of jumping and then um, his car winds up crashing into Lewis's in a really horrifying way. And I I forgot to mention, we were watching this race. uh, Shout out out to uh, John and Taylor, Mm -hmm. who were also uh, watching with us. And it was their first time watching an actual race. Oh, and they thought it was that. Well, yeah, they got a hell of a race, but also like a pretty gnarly crash because – yeah, as I'm sure folks have seen by now, especially that new 360 camera perspective that they got from Lewis's car, which is like horrifying to watch, but um yeah, Max's car completely gets on top of Lewis's and his his tire even uh hits uh Lewis's helmet and and Lewis was complaining afterwards about some neck pain for because of that. And once again, the halo saves yet another life because it's it's like awful to imagine how much worse this crash could have been were it not for that halo. Um, but yeah, LB, I want to get your perspective on, on that, on that crash in particular. Cause I, I remember it being like, I was like horrified. Yeah.
0: I don't actually remember. Like I remember the crash and then I don't remember anything. And then I remember being like, okay, Hamilton's up. He's moving. He's okay. Mm-hmm. Um So who knows? I don't know. I don't know what I experienced. Um that's because it's fucking scary. It's fucking terrifying. Like I had literally like that that time just does not exist for me.
3: Um, <laughs> that's that's good. Was, uh, that's nice of your brain. Like I'm just gonna erase this little bit of
0: I mean maybe I was totally cool. I have no idea. Um, I'm really glad he's okay. I'm so grateful yeah, again, like the Halo. Um yeah, which you these are some listeners, you don't get to see these, but Paul's put together some really good notes um, for us. But yeah, like uh, the halo helped um, that that protected Charles Leclerc in Belgium in 2018. Um, It was a big part of how Grosjean escaped the ball of flame car. Um, I mean, the halo is great. Yeah. Uh,
3: I was pretty sure he was dead that one. So
0: so yeah, it's, um, we're very, very, very grateful for it. Um, and yeah, I do remember Max like not really checking on Lewis, yeah. which is insane after
3: you've parked your car on someone's head. Um, <laughs> right. I I like- will just it's just a, on that note, I'm so sorry to interrupt because I was like, I was yelling at that point. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, how do you, like, you, you can't have, okay, it would have been an accident, whatever, but like, you, your, your, your wheel could have killed a human. Like, how do you not care? And then Rodrigo, who also really dislikes And was like, that's like a thing that they have to do. They're not allowed to hang around. And he was like, only like two pilots in like history would probably have stayed and checked. Like, as if meaning to say like normal, that's a normal thing to do. And only like really nice angel, like people would have stayed. So I, I don't know, just like throwing this information out there. I still think is a fucking dickhead, uh, but that's just, yeah, yeah. I think it's a dickhead
2: <laughs> yeah i mean and verstappen verstappen had said too that when he climbed out of his car that you could see lewis trying to reverse like lewis was still trying to race (laughs) he was like oh yeah you know no big deal just a tired race (laughs) the top of my fucking helmet i'm just gonna get back out there versus off but yeah uh max being completely heated Mm. yeah he he knew that he was probably fine Mm -hmm. but also like i will give a little a slice of credit to max because i mean he's definitely he's definitely still a hothead he has matured Mm -hmm. since i've since I've started watching when he was just a few years younger. Yeah. But and the Mad I mean, Max days. I will give, yeah, the Mad Max days. <laughs> I, I will give Max some credit in terms of like just walking the fuck away because we saw a pretty gnarly crash between Russell and Bottas yeah. that happened a while back. And, you know, Russell didn't handle that completely well. That was well. completely inappropriate. And yeah, it was pretty inappropriate. And, and you definitely get to see the, I mean, they're obviously completely different people, but, um, there was definitely a, a. They were grading Russell on a, a, you know, on a curve in that sense, where they were just like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's a, the heat of the moment, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I was kind of like, you know what? Actually, Max, maybe you should have just like walked away, Yes, yeah. You know, instead of I don't know starting it, shit. Yeah, instead of being a start, of sh- yeah, instead of starting shit on the track. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it it was. It, I was like screaming at that point, and I, I will mention too, like in in terms of um the race itself and and where folks were at, at at the time danny was still leading the race like this this wasn't a race where because of this accident mm-hmm. uh ricardo was basically gifted the win like nah like ricardo earned that yeah. shit like he he was still way ahead of everybody and and the mclaren's also like just really performed well on this track in particular because of all the like long straights that there are in, in this one um and the, i guess the mclaren car just really handles it extremely well um so yeah, after that happens, and after I sort of calmed down, um, uh, Lando over, overtook Leclerc uh, on lap 31, um, and then of course we get the infamous moment on lap 35 where Lando kind of uh, very sheepishly asking if he can maybe take P1, like, can I have it? And then they were like, no. Um, and then, yeah, and then boom, race ends. Um, McLaren's first win since 2012 which is something that surprised the hell out of me because again, I'm new to the sport and I was like, wow, it took nine years, huh? Um, and of course uh, we stuck around to watch uh, the Shoei. Uh It was funny because Danielle actually got there on the last lap and we were like, Daniel, Danielle, Danielle, like, look at the screen. <laughs> like um, She was racing. It, it was for me was, winning. Yeah. She yeah. That's right. Yeah. She, she, she knew, but she, she <laughs> pretended that she didn't. Um so yeah, I mean, it, it was quite, quite the race, and and I mean, like we had we've gushed in the past about Daniel Ricardo in terms of like how much, uh, I mean, I I definitely have about how much I really like Daniel and and seeing, mm-hmm. you know, seeing him perform at his best is is always always fascinating. I, I've there's also a really if you haven't watched it by now, listener, uh, there's a really great uh, interview with Daniel Ricardo and. Um. Oh my God. Why am I blanking on its name? Lewis's former teammate who beat him.
3: Uh Okay. Ah.
2: Uh, Rosberg. Nico yes. Rosberg. Um. There's a podcast <laughs> that Nico hosts, and there's a really great uh, interview with the two of them where you kind of get to see Daniel's, um, you know, like his his entire journey and um, sort of him explaining how he's lost his confidence mm-hmm. and it's just so cool oh, to great. see him beaming afterwards and just sort of. You know, riding that high out of, of a of a win because it it was a well earned win, and um I don't think anyone it, like it again like I said earlier like it you can't really debate it like he he his ass off and and he won it was great um how did y'all feel after the race uh, Fernando like how, how did you feel with the with Danny P one and then also I forgot to mention Lando P mm-hmm. two McLaren one too.
3: yeah it was like it was so sweet it was just one sweet little moment like okay if like Hamilton is not gonna win. That's better than freaking Verstappen, but that's maybe me being a little petty again, but (laughs) it was just very (laughs) sweet. And the funny thing with the Shoei, like I, I have developed a very, uh, strained relationship with the Shoei. I am not opposed philosophically to the Shoei. First of all, because like, it's a cultural thing, like who am I to judge and B, I have Consumed alcohol out of several recipients that probably weren't sanitary. <laughs> who am I to judge? Would do a shoey? Absolutely. Uh, but oh, yeah. in MMA, there is one fighter who does uh, called Taito Ivasa. He's a heavyweight. And he mm. started doing the shoey like on the octagon or whatever. Like it became a thing. And the thing that the MMA community does is we'll take a thing that is kind of quirky and fun and we'll beat it to death until nobody ah. can freaking handle it anymore. So everything with Tuivasa became a shoey. He said that he would be- get like people, like he's having breakfast. People come up to him with like oh, shoes
2: okay. to do shit. Got played out. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, here he goes. And again. His whole
3: personality for the world became the shoey, And people would just talk about the shoe all the time and those stories on shoeys and I'm like, you know what, we get it. Your girls stop by the shoe. It's just a shoe with beer in it. There's <laughs> yeah. really nothing magical about it. Like that's just let's all get over it collectively. But it was really fun right. to see it up there with Ricardo because they, he actually used the racing shoe, which is absolutely yeah. fucking disgusting. If you're gonna do it, yeah. do it in the grossest way possible. And then Nora is kind of like choking on the thing. It was so cute. He spit. He was like he he, he was trying, but that wasn't his thing. And then Bottas's yeah. face in the background, just looking. Like it was above the entire situation, so to me it was yeah, just, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it was just a beautiful, uh, beautiful sight all around. But I loved it for like kind of what we discussed already. Like, I'm a sucker for these stories of when I say overcoming. I don't mean this in like a tacky, overexploited sports stories way, but like in a person who has to. Find a way to recover their like confidence and their self-esteem as competitors. I love those stories because being a high-level competitor, of course, it's all about it's it's a lot of just technical dedication and just in Formula One, a lot more than that, being at the right team, having the right equipment, et cetera, et cetera. But it's absolutely, and we all know it, it's psychological, it's mental, like especially. If you think about a Formula One driver, like the person who has the courage to be a little faster than the other guy. And even we see that Verstappen's move, right? He was penalized. And I, as a newbie who doesn't understand things very well, but like to me, that was a correct interpretation that if anybody was to blame for that situation, it was more him. But you can also understand the competitor mentality of this is like the end stretch. This is the home stretch. This season is ending like Hamilton and I are going to be fighting this until like the very, well, not anymore. Like we're going to be fighting this up until the freaking bitter end. If I lose this position here, uh, Max is going to, Lewis is going to take, I'm not going to probably be able to catch up with him and he's going to take all these valuable points. So that's not true though. What do you mean? That's
0: i like, this is where I'm wondering about uh, this is if this was Max's call or if this was Red Bull, but like uh, there were a few times in this race where somebody there was an issue like at that exact spot um, where somebody would let somebody else buy and then go and pass them around the next curve. And I think Max could have probably done that, especially he had the hotter tires. Lewis was just coming out of a pit stop. So he had brand new tires. He hadn't warmed up yet um max had the momentum in the pace he would have been able to like he would have been able to pass lewis hamilton um if he had just let him go pretty probably in that same if not that lap then the next lap um just because of like tires and pace unless so that is like yeah
2: yeah I, i feel like in in this particular case i think this is just max uh, like his sort of very brash wild mm-hmm. racing style yeah. just kind of uh, kind of catching up yeah to i think um, that's probably we true. saw we saw at, at that particular chicane we saw lando uh, going toe-to-toe with leclerc mm-hmm. and uh giving leclerc the space like there, there, it's a it's a very quick little like kind of correction but he gives leclerc a little extra space and sure enough at the next turn uh is able to or i think on the next straight was able to overtake yeah. leclerc and it's like it kind of goes to show like that that level of, I I don't know if I want to call it like maturity, mm. but I feel like that, that extra, you know, and then of course seeing uh, the other side of that where it's Perez completely just overtaking them like the wrong way, basically like cheating. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I, for me, this just highlighted how much more Max is going to have to, learn Mm. especially once the cars start to level out a bit more Mm. and once you know folks are folks are starting to like learn their cars better especially his own teammate um yeah it it, to me it highlighted like yeah verstappen still has a lot of growing to Mm. do and i'm I'm, i actually agree with the with the ruling in terms of giving him the penalty for the for the following race i think it's in this case it was it it was way more clear-cut than it was i think in in, in silverstone where where it um where you know it was still kind of there there's still that's still pretty a, a divisive ruling but yeah.
3: and you know um, it wasn't uh it was very clear cut when Christian Horner doesn't cry about it cuz he right, right after right. <laughs> right after the race it was like Toto yeah. was like well i think that was like a dirty like i think that wasn't that wasn't cool like he was assigning blame uh like to max and then horner was like you know what i think this was a racing and if lewis had like one speck <laughs> Of blame in that situation, <laughs> Christian Horner would have yeah. been all over it, and I love right? that. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah.
0: If he's not being like a little baby bitch, he knows it's his own fault. Yeah. And he didn't protest uh, it. He
3: was like, "Oh, we don't yeah. necessarily agree, but we're we're not going to protest Ugh. this decision." Like, you yeah. know, this was
0: on then you. you fucking know what you did, Christian. <laughs> um, yeah. So I this the Formula One analysis like guy who I watched Peter Windsor who I mentioned before like he's a huge uh, Verstappen head and he like mm-hmm. he like is in love with this with the Hamilton Verstappen rivalry and like okay. wants them both to do as well as possible because it makes the most exciting racing. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, And he did this whole thing about how he thought it was, like, a racing incident. Um, And I'm, like, kind of proud of myself that I am now at the point where I, like, know enough about this where I'm, like, actually, Mr. Guy, who's been doing this for 100 years, I disagree. Because Lewis had the inside racing line. And and Max could have easily passed him around the next, like, thing. So, you know what, sir, old man, you're
3: wrong. I
2: disagree.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if it's any consolation, a lot of the people who have been doing this for a thousand years, like, disagreed among themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a Brazilian columnist who I consider to be an angel on earth because he uh, covers Formula One for Globish Watch, which is, like, our biggest uh, sports portal. And he is always, like, whenever he's on Twitter, like, he actually debates the people on the replies, which to me is just, like... Big brain wow. behavior because I could never, but he's always called like anti whomever he's ruling against in that particular race. So a lot of people like would complain that he was like too hard on Hamilton, and then now everybody thinks he's like a Hamilton stand. Like it really changes from race to race, even though he has a whole body of work <laughs> that like people can refer to. They will hone in on that tweet of that day. Um, and
2: that happened on Twitter. I, I could never you, believe that. That's that's just so I don't weird. know how either. How that I
3: don't know how either, but it did. <laughs> (laughs) make me feel grateful for for mma fans because i'm like you know what it could be worse but he was um and he was saying like had this whole explanation about how he believed hamilton was 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 uh like wasn't responsible like he didn't think that it was like a racing incident and stuff and then some people thought it was a racing incident nobody thought it was actually hamilton's fault i think no
2: no yeah maybe some like Um,
0: freaks but we don't need to listen to them
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and then
0: he
3: just shows up.
2: I will
0: block you. Yeah, Twitter, we'll blo-
3: you I will. I I I literally it, tweeted that yesterday because I I'm tired of every time we talk about Hamilton somebody being like I don't like him because he's arrogant and he doesn't admit to his mistakes. So he's a high performance athlete who I mean, has a lot of like, money. Okay,
0: it's like okay, you mentioned Nico Rosberg, right? Like. Mm. The thing is that the way Lewis Hamilton has to operate now in the post Rosberg era is kind of insane. Like, yeah, and the, yeah, a lot of this stuff is like, like, okay, it's not Rosberg bad, but you, there's just certain elements of like mind games and like you know manipulating psychology, and like Toto Wolf does it, Max Verstappen does it, uh, Christian Horner does it, they all mm-hmm. do it. And it's just like part of the game. It's part of Formula One. It's what makes it juicy. It's what makes it exciting. It's what makes it the. As a, a very smart uh, colleague of mine once said, "The Real Housewives of Monaco." Um, <laughs> that was Paul um, on The Optional. It's really oh, good. You, you should listen you. to The Optional. Oh, um, thank you. But yeah, like you need the drama, and if you yeah. don't want and Hamilton he- to bring the drama, like you can't if you can't have a whole fucking like. You can't have a whole grid of Lando Norris's and Pierre Gasly's and Alex Albon's. It would be boring
3: because, yeah, yeah you don't want that. Yeah, not to mention yeah, and I, I feel how, like, like confidence um, sits differently with white yeah. men for people, mm-hmm. right? Like, we oh, know exactly yeah. what the language means, it's like, yeah. oh, like, Ma- Max is very, very freaking arrogant, and that's mm. his prerogative, but, like... And loud and angry in ways Hamilton
0: will never get to be loud and angry.
3: Exactly, because imagine, okay. imagine, like, and we see this with, across sports, and we see it with Serena, and we see it with Simone Biles, you know, like, I could go on, but to me, that's just very interesting, and it's like, there, are, I will accept you disliking Lewis Hamilton to the extent I will accept anybody disliking a very rich person in today's unjust society. <laughs> like, if you want to complain about like, I don't know how he should be paying more tax. Okay. Maybe we can talk. Like everybody should. It's not just Lewis. Give me some money. But other than that, I get a little aggravated. I will defend yeah. that man who had a whole wheel on his head and showed up at the Matt Gala looking radiant and beautiful.
2: Yeah, the next day,
0: <laughs> stay with long covid still. Still has long covid.
2: Oh my god. I, I yeah, I had a hard time getting out of bed today, so I right? can Wow. You know what? Salute to <laughs> you news. Yeah, it, it's Sorry, go ahead. Ellen. Oh no,
0: yeah, like I flew a from Boston to LA on Monday and my body is just now starting to feel not horrible. Like I make 90 year old man sounds every time I move.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I I, I took a three hour train ride and I'm, this cold brew just finally moved me up for for the first time. Um, Yeah, no, it's also so interesting getting uh, both of your perspectives because I mean, as a big fan of, mma fernanda and also wrestling lb like there's definitely there's definite parallels yeah. to to those sports in terms of like the heels and like the totally. the villains mm-hmm. that, that arise and that the drama that 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 happens and and y'all y'all talked about it too with um with uh christian horner in the case of like it's it's interesting how quiet christian was while all this was happening mm-hmm. and and you i think i get the sense that christian probably got a heads up of like the penalty ahead of time mm. um because so for, so for those who don't know what we're talking about, um, Verstappen got uh, a, a two penalty points on his license um, and has a three place grid drop for the next race in uh, Sochi. Sochi is that how you say it? I think so. um, in I Russia, think so. I don't. even... So, we're probably
3: all wrong. So.
2: Yeah, we're probably. All right. I probably. I was about to try to everything. say it,
0: but I was going to do it in an Italian, a bad Italian accent. It. I, like, I think it's so cheap, and I'm so like, nope, chi- that's no, not anything nope. just That's not anything. So
3: you a know, me. know what we mean, listener? It's so cheap, like. No.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the uh, 2021 Italian Grand Prix. Uh, thank you once again to Danny for winning this just for just us for literally no just else. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we appreciate your 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 efforts. Um, but uh yeah, any any last words on on the uh, on the Grand Prix or, or I guess what's what's to come? But what what do y'all want to see or anything like that? Uh LB maybe I'll start with you.
0: Uh I you know, I just want to see more exciting racing, more exciting but safe racing, more drama. Um <laughs> I want to see more Nico Rosberg saying being messy <laughs> because like one of the best things about the lead up to Monza was him like at this, some fucking event, I, there was a video someone took with her cell phone um, of him speaking th- speaking Italian, being this guy talking shit about Botas, talking shit about Hamilton, being like, Hamilton, what about me? Why aren't I your favorite okay. teammate? Like, you're such a little freak. <laughs> I love you. You're so messy. Um, yeah, I want more messy, more good times, uh, more Danny doing well. And I want Pierre and Yuki in there next time. I'm really excited for Sochi. That's what I'm, that's where I'm at. And I'm excited, yes. so excited for next
2: season. Alex
0: is coming back. I'm so excited.
2: Let's go. Oh, I forgot to even talk about that. Yeah, we got Alex coming back into a Williams seat. We also have, uh, yeah, we, we mentioned it before, Bottas going to Alfa Romeo, Russell going to Mercedes. Uh, we have the Formula E driver, the champion uh, from this year, going to, I, I forget where they're going, but somewhere. somewhere. Um Somewhere on the grid, but uh, yeah, lots of really cool uh, things happening, especially in terms of like the the, the makeup of everything. I'm, I'm so curious to see how George Russell is going to do in Mercedes next year. But yeah, Fernanda, how about you? Are you Looking forward to anything uh, in the coming year? Yeah, I'm
3: I'm excited. I know we talked about a shameful incident involving him, but I'm still like a a Russell George Russell stan. and I am very much looking forward yeah. um, to seeing him uh, with Mercedes. And I am actually very riveted by the whole Verstappen-Hamilton rivalry. Like, how can you yeah. not be? Like, I, I, right. I joked about it. Like, um, I miss Hamilton winning everything. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it's going to be that much sweeter when he beats Verstappen by a very small margin to take the totally. freaking season, okay? We're manifesting. And <laughs> We're manifesting <that. laughs> We're manifesting. Yes. I'm going to wear the... Um, Use the, the orange sheets more often, but not too often, because I also don't want to cause uh Hamilton crashes every week. I will use it sparsely and wisely, this newfound power. And I also I would just like to see signs <laughs> do something because we've established oh, them very yeah. horny for him. So I would just like him to get like a third place or something, just so I can see his beautiful face doing the thing.
2: Did you see that uh I think it was like a TikTok with him and that other TikToker that they invited to their garage? If you haven't, I'll send no, it to you. No, but it's I need a, it.
3: Is he being yeah, like, caught on it? I'm sure he is. He can't do anything and not be. He even wears polos in a hot way. So,
2: yeah, which is hard, it's to, hard pull to pull off. off. It's a science thing manifesting uh, so, that for all of us. Yeah, salute to you. King. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I'm I'm just excited to watch more. Good racing, and and uh, continue to follow the sport in a very perverted way, as I as I tend to do, and read the blogs, and uh, you know, also check F one TikTok and F one Reddit, F one Twitter, all that stuff because the memes have been delicious <laughs> th- these past few days. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me, y'all. I really really appreciate it. Finally, have a chance to talk about this on the record for for since I don't even know when when the last Drive to Survive pod was. But oh, also I, I should mention the uh, Michael Schumacher Netflix yes, documentary is out yes, today yes, yes, yes
3: that's good uh,
2: for everyone who wants to go watch that for some extra extra credit uh, <laughs> please please uh, also talk to me about it in the uh, in the fanbike discord Fanboy.com. Um, but uh, before we wrap up uh, th- again thank you for joining me and uh, Fernanda where can the fine folks find you online you
3: can find me on Twitter at nandapratis underscore that is n-a-n-d-a-p-r-a-t-e-s and they can listen to more of me if they want on uh, the other podcast that I host by myself called best camp of my life which is about MMA and other things so if you miss me which I'm sure you will. How could you not? Just go there and listen to me.
2: Great podcast. Also occasionally joined by Rodrigo, yes. which is also wonderful. Um, really great podcast. Can't recommend it enough. Um, LB, where can the folks find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hunktears and on uh, fanbite.com and twitch.tv slash fanbite. I've got some stuff coming uh, Nothing, Nothing crazy big, but I got some stuff coming up. It's going to be cool. Hell yeah. Nice. I've been doing some sim streams yeah. every once in a while that have been really fun. Oh, doing a also, 100 baby challenge.
2: It's going great. <laughs> also incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Oh, they're archived on the YouTube if you want to check that out. Uh, so I would highly recommend it. Um... Uh, yeah so thank you uh, all this week we hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us please be sh- or actually motorsport journey with us uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast tell a friend uh, listen to all our stuff at fanbyte.com slash podcasts or uh, podcastnet.work if you're nasty <laughs> um, we're also on twitter at fanbyte media, instagram at fanbyte and tiktok at fanbite, and of course uh, at fanbyte.com and uh, again uh, you can find our streams over at twitch.tv slash fanbyte so, until next time, everyone. Oh, I should also mention, before I stop, next week, we're going to be talking about Mariah Carey's Honey yes. music video. Or y'all are going to be talking about it, because I, I wasn't here. Oh, wow. I <laughs> got to see the the, the McLaren amulet. Uh, the McLamulet, <laughs> yes. uh, which is great. It looks great. Um, so, until next time, everybody. You love to see it.
0: channel f is a video game podcast covering today's hits yesterday's classics and everything in between join us the staff of fanbite.com as we discuss what we're playing dig up weird finds at thrift stores and take your questions we guarantee that listening to channel f will make you smarter stronger and more successful proven not guaranteed listening to channel f may cause jokerification